welcome back to Spirituality Untapped. I'm Melody. And I'm Michelle. Welcome, Solis. We want to thank you for being a part of the sisterhood. You guys are the reason we created this space. And if you're new, welcome. You've found your sanctuary. This is where we finally get to be our weirdest, expanded, most authentic selves together. Yes, you're now a part of this radical mission of finally healing your past, unlocking your purpose, and really truly living as your highest self. Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about meditation. But before we get into our conversation, I just wanted to let you guys know that this is about 30 minutes. It's going to be a little bit shorter than what we normally do, but that is totally okay. Um, but we, before we get into our topic, Michelle, how you been? <laughs> oh, I love catching up. Melody and I have like it's just been a crazy week, I think, for both of us. And we both started our periods. And sometimes we're just like these ships passing through the night, like we can't catch mm-hmm. each other. So thanks for giving us the space to just like catch up right now. <laughs> but that's the whole sisterhood thing, right? You guys kind of get to be a fly on the wall and us catching up. But yeah, I, I've i been feeling just a little overwhelmed and like frazzled, honestly. Mm. I, I'm sure we've talked about... Um, just like being on our periods and like one being a woman handling multiple things being being in this world and all of the things yeah juggle at once and it was like really hitting me hard this week um my period (laughs) I feel like I've been able to have like a better relationship with my cycles and things like that but because there's been a lot of changes in my life lately I've just have been like all over the place and usually I'm so hard on myself do you feel like that too, where you're just like almost like belittling yourself for not getting things done? I used to be that way, but yeah. very recently, I think just like you, I learned how to really honor the fact that I have my period and it's kind of a sign and an indication that my body is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, because before I would be like, I hate my period. I hate you, hate you, hate you so much. I hate being a woman. But then I realized that our periods have a greater purpose to show that our bodies are good, aligned with the universe and things like that. So it took a long, hot minute to really realize that. But no, I still feel tired though. I like. Mm. Yeah, I was like, we definitely feel all of like the symptoms for sure. Especially now that I'm 30, mm-hmm. it's like, our bodies are changing and everything but for me some of the symptoms that show up are like I still have that inner dialogue of like you need to be doing more like stop trying to slow down there's like so many things on your list right um and then I like teeter between like being like I give myself permission to just relax but I never know this happy medium but my last few cycles I've just allowed like my period almost my soul my body to kind of speak for itself and guide Uh me through And that's been so helpful. So really the only difference there is just being mindful of my inner dialogue. Um, And I wanted to share too, and maybe some of you guys can um, really relate to this is I have, I think it's a split definition in my human design and both Melody and I, Melody definitely more than me, but she's been learning more about human design and things like that. But with the um, split definition, I have very two distinct like voices in my head that are constantly competing. So I feel like a lot of the time it's those things. And then there's other people that have like a single definition or something like that. I'm singular. Yeah. It's very, are you? Okay. Yeah. Great. This is why she's like, I'll be like floundering and be like, ah, 
this idea. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. And we've learned that I need like at least 24 hours to like figure it out. Cause I have yeah. to speak to these two voices in my head and then like have like a conference with them, <laughs> come back to Melody and like present my idea. <laughs> That's so fine. you can even hear right now. Yeah, I know. You can hear right now, like how all over the place I am. But the the reason I'm like even mentioning how loving me, my frazzled nature is so important is because there's really powerful tools, I think, out there that can help you just be more calm, get a bit more centered, mm-hmm. be able to manage all of the things that are going on, whether those are thoughts, you being hungry, you feeling overwhelmed, you all of those competing demands. And that brings us, like Melody said, to our topic today, which is meditation. Mm-hmm. So oh, before, I know. So we're going to talk a little bit about our own experiences. I'll talk about the science behind it and then just give you guys some quick suggestions. Again, this is going to be a quick podcast because we just want to give you that like nudge to just take action today on practicing, practicing this in a really tangible way. So before we get into that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about maybe a little program that we have going on <laughs> right now from the highest self accelerator. And this is going to be the last round of the highest self accelerator. And I have really big things that are coming up. Melody and I are going to be planning a massive things that are completely different, but it's going to honor our gifts in really big ways. So we can Mm -hmm. serve you at your highest good. We'll obviously be talking about all of the same things, but we're going to be making a very big pivot. So if you guys want to get in on the action for the high self accelerator last round, we're going out with a bang, (laughs) then please get on a 30 minute breakthrough call clarity call, which Mm -hmm. is what I'm calling it now with us. And it'll be really a powerful experience for you to just get to know me as the head coach. And then you can hear more about all of the good things that are going to be happening within HSA and all of, and then kind of just prep you for all of the changes that are going to be coming up within the community. So if you want to just get to know us a little bit better, if you want to learn more about HSA, why we're, you know, going to be closing it out and all of the differences that are going to be happening and how that can actually serve you, then connect with us. And if you're ready to just jump in, book that free clarity call right now. And those links are in the show notes. All right. Yay. I want to open it up with Melody because I love when she starts. Oh, thank <laughs> but you. I want to hear just <laughs> your a little bit of your personal experience with meditation and what that journey has been like. So a lot of people don't know this, but meditation has been a really big part of my life just because my family, we're actually Buddhists. So um, meditation is a big, big key. However, I was not the most diligent child. Obviously, I was quite rebellious and sitting still without some type of bribe or prize was not in my car. (laughs) So I required some type of, you know, treat for me to sit still and meditate. And if I was meditating most of the time, I would be in like fantasy land or la la world. Like I actually honestly don't think that I understood really why people meditated. I didn't understand why the monks meditated and low key, they kind of fall asleep during meditation too. So I didn't really like think- you've actually seen them fall asleep like in oh, temple. Oh yeah. Like when we had okay. this like huge cell, like uh 
So Lao and Thai New Year happens around April 13th. So, um, and a lot of a lot of the times, either on Saturday or Sunday, we'll do a celebration. And it consists of us meditating for a good three to four hours, you know? And that's pretty diligent. <laughs> it's um, like, yeah, three to four freaking hours. Like, I mean, we have a break in between, but like, because I'm nosy as hell and I want to see what everyone else is doing, like, you know, picking their nose or like, <laughs> scratching their asses or like looking at their phone I'll look up and like like wander around and I'm like oh my god the head buddha like the head monk is like knocking the hell out the other dude is like tired and like you know slowly nodding and mind you these gentlemen are like in their 50s and 60s so they're falling asleep as they meditate and I found that really adorable I'm like I can fall asleep too can I do that and I do guys I I didn't know this shit was nap time up in here (laughs) (laughs) it really depends and most of these um, most of these monks are all you know they they committed their lives to it so I can totally understand that they're falling asleep and the younger monks are like the ones that are leading the chant yeah and leading the meditation I'm like you you are you earn the right to nap as you meditate so I'm just like holy crap I oh can my nap God. too so that's that's where my napping sensation came from was I got approval from the monks to fall asleep too you know inadvertently yeah that's awesome <laughs> wait what so how old were you when you first started meditating then I didn't know it was meditation I didn't know it was called meditation because we have a different word for it but I started meditating like when I was four like you know they would force oh you to gosh. sit they would force you just to sit down and they told you told you to close your eyes put your hands together like you're praying and then you would chant the words that they would chant and they're old sanskrit words and i still yeah. remember certain key phrases but i'm not going to say them because i'm pretty sure they're wrong because i'm a kid i'm still a kid at heart and i'm like no that's not what oh means. my god you were saying it in your cute little way probably <laughs> i was like blah 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 <laughs> girl i was i because they don't give you a scripture they don't give you anything you kind of just hear the chants over and over and over again until they're like until you're like I think I have it down phonetically whether or not it's the right word (laughs) whether or not it's the right word I don't know oh my gosh I'm just laughing because I don't know if this is like our personality type specifically but I remember being young and this is total sidebar but if I would hear like a theme song or like music in general Mm -hmm. I would just make up the words because I Mm -hmm. never understood what they were saying on the radio like it was insane so I would just be like slash 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 but I love that it's like and it's the thing that actually got me to like focus in I remember my brother and sister would just hate on me they're like what the fuck are you even saying right now it was bad because the imagination of a child it it does and the thing was I was so vocal about it I mean like because the the, because there's a certain rhythm that the monks go and you can you can totally catch it because it's a really slow rhythm so they'll be like saying words like Ba ba. I literally said ba. I was like ba ba ba. Literally said. Oh my god. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not. I just. I fully can imagine like little Melody just sitting there, like trying to figure it out. You're just because you just follow what you're told, right? Yeah. You're just trying to find the rhythm. And just like make your own words like, and mouthing it. Like, oh, that's so funny and so sweet. So sad. Yeah. Was, and my mom's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Are you a sheep? I'm like, I don't know the words. And it's in Sanskrit. Like, it feels like it today. Dude, it's in Sanskrit. Yes. I'm like, yeah. And I don't know a D 
damn thing about Sanskrit. I didn't even know where Sanskrit came from. I thought it was a sub language of Thai or Lao. And I'm like, yeah, fuck is it? Mom, am I saying this right? I don't understand the words. I'm pretty good at our language. She's like, no, like, I'm just going to run with it. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. Anyway, wow. what, about, what about you? What's your, what was little Michelle yeah. like? <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't even know my mind's a little bit different. At least you had some kind of introduction to meditation. And it sounds like obviously with Sanskrit words, mm-hmm. um, there's like a certain energy and I don't know too much about it, but, um, there's this very specific energy. Some Sanskrit words are only like like associated with certain individuals, like they have to be gifted to you. If I can remember correctly in terms of the research that I've done. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that at least you had like a little bit of an introduction. (laughs) If I were to find anything (laughs) that um, was similar, it would definitely be prayer. So I grew up Roman Catholic, as you all already know, and I would do the same thing. So (laughs) I would be sitting in mass and like, I didn't understand either. I would just like not, I don't even think that I was paying attention at all in mass period. I don't even think I prayed really. I was just like thinking about like my friends at school or like sex sometimes, or I would think about like random things. And then I would belittle myself for thinking about like dicks in church and sitting in the I just like, there were so many things that crossed my mind other than like praying for something. And I think when I was a kid too, like, since I had such a good student complex, <laughs> I'm laughing that I just said I was thinking about dicks in church. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I am too. Um, okay. I, I'm dead. So, um, I would just sit there and I would pray. I think I would like pray for like random, like material things or, you know, whatever, but I just like, didn't, I didn't understand church. I didn't really understand what I was supposed to do there. I wouldn't pay attention. Like I had zero retention and I would just like leave. And since I had (laughs) at the end of it, and since I had like good student complex, I feel like I just wanted to look like I was praying so that my parents would like give me a pat on the head, you know? So that was like my experience with any kind of introduction with like prayer or meditation. But now I, I, I just kind of lived life and meditation. I didn't find to like, I would say like 2016, right around when I started having my awakening. And even when I started, I didn't really know (laughs) what I was doing. Um, And my good student complex still came through where I was just like, okay, I think I'm supposed to sit here as long as possible. My legs would get numb. I would want to eat. I was getting thirsty. I was like, I didn't get it. And I would just have a really bad relationship with meditation. So I think those are some of the misconceptions Uh is like, you have to sit in this perfect stance and have your like spine erect and just be in this perfect position to do it. And then something (laughs) magical would happen. I don't know what the fuck. I feel like I would think I was going to meditate or like Uh levitate or like something, you know, but yeah, I, I would do it. I think I would start with like five minutes Uh every single day. Um, and then I stopped honestly, for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So in essence, I've been meditating for like, yeah, several years now. So what that's four, five, six, six years, probably total, Mm -hmm. but it has been a slow burn for sure. But I feel like in my personal experience in general, it has helped me 
in tremendous ways. But for me, I had to learn all of the science and stuff behind it for me to really, really get it. Um, But I want you guys to all know that we've obviously had like different introductions with meditation for Melody with Sanskrit words and really kind of practicing when she was super young and then finding her way back to it. For me, it was prayer, not really prayer, just figuring it out. (laughs) And then returning to it eventually because I started to hear more of the benefits around that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are feeling like, oh, it's a little bit intimidating or you've done it before, but you're really inconsistent, this is absolutely the podcast for you. So I wanted to give you a little bit of the science so that you guys can get more grounded in why this is so profound for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you guys are somebody that wants to have better productivity or just have more sound decisions or really just be able to be your, again, your highest, best selves in those micro moments in the day. You want to make a better decision about what you want to eat in the moment. If you want to be kinder to other individuals, all of this will support you in that. So really quickly, and we're going to um, give you guys a resource as well, because I found this really cool um, YouTube video and a talk because I love Mind Valley. And there's this woman named Emily Fletcher. And she explains mindfulness and meditation in a really beautiful way, because there's really this tiny little um difference between the two. So the difference between mindfulness and meditation and meditation is this deep practice where you're fully in your body and your conscious mind, kind of like that frantic energy, that monkey mind, where all of these thoughts are coming in. There is this moment where those can subside and you're fully connected with your body, but that does take a deep sense of practice and discipline and diligence. Like Melody was saying, just having this consistency where you're constantly connecting with that for you to be able to get to that state of consciousness. Mindfulness is more of a introduction to that. So there is conscious awareness. Maybe you're trying to do a body scan. What's going on in my feet? What's going on in my stomach? What's going on in my mind? And really just getting present with those things and commentating on it. And that's more mindfulness because your brain and your mind is still active versus meditation is more grounded in the body. And those, again, those thoughts kind of fall to the wayside, but what's really beautiful here. And I think this is going to be beneficial for all of you pragmatic minds is I want you to think of an image of a brain. So your right brain is really that creative aspect. It's the thing that is able to really anchor you in the present moment. And your left brain is more about past and future. So it's not necessarily present. It's more of that analytical aspect, that pragmatic mind. These obviously have very, very different functions, right? But we want to be able to access both. So what meditation does is it actually thickens this white strip in the middle of your brain, right? So it connects those both, both of those hemispheres, hemispheres, and it thickens your corpus callosum. Why do you want a huge fat, thick, thick corpus callosum? It's because it actually allows your right and left brain to connect. And these are Emily Fletcher's words. She's going to be able to explain a lot more better than I can, but it's really beautiful because you know, those times when you're really frustrated and you really can't think of a solution and you're maybe just talking down to yourself or you're just feeling overwhelmed that you can't figure out a creative way to get out of a money situation, an argument, whatever the case may be. 
Being able to meditate every day will allow you to actually come to a sound decision and experience of chaos, which is what all of us want to be able to do. High stress situations at work. Maybe, you know, there's a lot going on with your children, but you still wanted to have a grounded state of being. That's essentially what's happening. You're making your, that fat, thick corpus callosum even bigger so that both of those <laughs> hemispheres can speak together and you can um, they can start lighting up in unison. So that's really powerful. And then there's a whole host of other benefits and I'm sure all of you guys know that, but I think this is the most profound one because it really pairs with our work. We always talk about you having a sound autonomic nervous system, which is all of the connections within your actual physical body to make sure that you're deeply connected, you're grounded, you um, are really connected to all of your sensations and everything is working in this harmonic way. That's what we want, right? So now that you know the science and the benefits of that, I want to take it a little bit more practical. Again, watch that um, video as soon as you guys can so you can get a deeper look at the science of meditation and mindfulness. But here are a few suggestions. And I don't know if you have any, let me know on the, uh, on the top of your head if you have suggestions, Mel, for the person that um, that has actually a lot of time. Let's oh. say there's a lot of people that a few hours you know, on their hands. How would you suggest that they start attacking meditation? Honestly, attacking, I- that's not <laughs> the right word. <laughs> Maybe it's just like gently flowing into meditation. <laughs> like attacking is not a bad term for it at least I don't think it is but I would <laughs> recommend you guys actually either doing a walking meditation that I think Dr. Joe uh, Dispenza talks mm. about because if you can't sit still for like five minutes imagine having to do it for like 10 15 even 30 like it took me forever to get to that point but I found out that he has a walking meditation where you walk from uh, one point in, say, your room to the other point. And the goal is for you to just focus on getting from one side to the other. And it mm. actually helps because, one, your body's moving. And two, for whatever reason, at least for me, I'm like, don't fall. Don't fall. Don't. Like, <laughs> why? Where would you fall, girl? Like, at least you're like, present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it helps because then your mind is focusing on something else as opposed to you're like, I'm just sitting here thinking, what am I going to do for tomorrow? What am I going to do for dinner? Like your head isn't going everywhere. Instead, you're just focusing on putting one foot in front of the other. And then when you reach your, when you reach mark one, you'll turn around, go to mark two, do it all over again. Mm -hmm. Like you do that for five, six minutes and you're just like, okay, I feel good. And just an FYI guys, you're not going to have as like, I don't, okay, I can't say you're not, but you may or may not have a prolific moment when you meditate. It just really depends on where you are in your headspace and where you are energetically. So don't expect like this grand vision of, oh my God, I see my life before my very eyes. <laughs> no, you'll get to that point. Not sure when, but you will. It's just don't expect that on your first go, especially if meditation isn't your strongest point yet, or you haven't even done it. So you know, it's not like the yeah. movies where you sit and go, um, it's not going to happen that way. <laughs> just... I love that. <laughs> and then what would you say if somebody has very little time? Little time. Um, actually I do this in the morning. Uh, so when mm -hmm. I get ready, I have a few YouTube videos that from my favorite meditation channels, they're like early riser, um, meditations, but 
they're meant for you to listen to it as you go about your morning routine. So for me, when I get up, I immediately grab mm-hmm. it and I play it and I listen to everything that he says as I, you know, go use the bathroom, brush my teeth, uh, wash my face, get my clothes on. I put it on so loud that I'm pretty positive that my whole entire house will hear it. Um, but it's the focus for them. (laughs) Yeah. It's great for them because they're sleeping. Um, but, um, but because my mind is so focused on the words and, and everything that I'm doing is basically off of muscle memory. It's quite effortless for me because every, my mind is solely focused on the words that are coming out of my phone. And I'm like putting that thought and effort into it because you guys already know your routine in the morning, like, you know, get up, go use the bathroom, get coffee or whatever. Your body already knows that. So it's not going to worry about what the hell your body physically is doing. Your mind's going to be focusing on what it needs to listen to. And it's going to be listening to that. And I believe it's called being in your theta waves, which we can get into like a different longer (laughs) podcast, but my brain is still in theta waves where I'm just intaking things without any type of resistance, which is amazing. And which is the perfect time for you to really rewire your um, subconscious mind is when it's less likely to fight with you or your conscious mind is less likely to fight with you. You guys, I just want to emphasize how fucking powerful what she's saying. This is really, really crucial. I don't want you guys to be passively listening to this because there's a really profound tool here, especially because our society is so built on like all of this, like high energy, like your attention Mm -hmm. needs to be grabbed in every single moment. What she's saying is a really cool tool where you can actually quiet again, that monkey mind and your subconscious mind can actually start activating and coming online. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like, so in your conscious part of your brain, then you'll be having that conflict taking place. So when you're walking, when you're physically doing things like your, she was saying your ability to be able to intake that into your subconscious mind is so much more effortless because mm-hmm. it's not being hyper aware and conscious of all of the other things that you're doing. It'll just receive it effortlessly. Yes. So please be mindful of that. Pair it, pair it with, listen to something in the background as you're walking, you know, like she was saying, listen to something in the background as you're doing your normal morning routine, please. That's something you can try today. Mm-hmm. So and please it's do that. So and simple. That, so effortless yeah. guys. Yeah. And then the last one is I can take this if you want, or you can go ahead and do it. Um, tools and suggestions for the person that actually just needs like a refresh. They're getting kind of, you know, they've been doing the same thing. They're not getting that same like hit of excitement or um, energy when they're doing their normal ro- morning routine. I think we could both do that one. Um, for me, this isn't okay. really like, like, like life altering, but it is simple and you can apply it to your life. And I know that simplicity is probably the easiest thing when it comes to meditation, um, Mm -hmm. is to listen to a meditation as you go to sleep. Again, going back to those theta brainwaves, guys, as you go to sleep, your, your subconscious mind is still working. It's still very active and it's very much listening to what you leave on. So if you're listening, if you're watching a TV show or watching a movie, as you go to sleep, You may not be awake, Mm -hmm. but your subconscious is very much listening to what you're inputting into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So make that, like, make that intention to put something amazing, like amazingly productive into your, into your head. For instance, I listen to meditations that help me remove my blocks, anxiety, or really any Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs, because those are probably my biggest stops. And I do that very intentionally because I don't want to have to deal with those. I mean, I do, I will deal with them, but I don't want those to be my core reasons why I stop doing what I do. Yeah. So make that intention. 
I love that. I, I think everything that you said are really profound. I want to do a recap of everything Melody just said, because these are, again, are really, um, tools that you can implement right away. So the, for the person that does have a lot of time, really just be able to get super hype, like hyper aware of going on walks, really elongating the practice, making sure that you really are focusing more on the subconscious mind, pairing it. And to support you with that pair it with some kind of activity and take your time with it. Right. The second one is if you don't have a lot of time, the, another way to do it is, um, and Melody didn't mention this, but this is something that I did when I was working a nine to five. And I was also trying to, you know, build the business is I only had five minutes in my car right before I had my 45 minute commute five minutes. That was it. So I would do some kind of guided meditation. And if I didn't even have, have that, I want you guys to remember one deep conscious breath is equivalent to a meditation. So if you can just start your day just with that, and everyone has that time, we can do it right now. One deep breath in and a deep breath out. That could have been your meditation for today. Mm -hmm. And then finally, for somebody that really wants to refresh, if you have yet to try subconscious reprogramming, which is essentially what we do in HSA, start really being um, pointed about the time that you spend in the morning and the time you spend in the evening, five, 10 minutes. If you have an hour, great, but make sure that those, both of those time slots are filled with something that reinforces the programming. And if that triggers you, you can just say more practices or a belief system, a new state of Mm -hmm. being that you're actually trying to obtain. If you're trying to bring more abundance into your life, if you're trying to think more positively about your body image, make sure that you're listening to something that can support you instead of Netflix or something that's going to distract you like Instagram right first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. So again, I hope this really, really served you guys today. These are so important. The reason why this we hold this specific episode so close to our heart is because meditation, like having some kind of subconscious reprogramming and having these reinforcement exercises is the sauce to Mm -hmm. all of the work that we do. And it's the, I'm going to even go as far to say, this is the reason why I'm here today. And I was able to build this business is because I did some kind of meditation practice Mm -hmm. and some kind of reprogramming practice that got into the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. This is again, the meat of our work. And I think we can do, I mean, we've created a whole program around this. So if you guys want to go deeper into this and actually have your life change within just 90 days, then this is the time to get on HSA and implement these practices with a group of women that are doing it with you. So I just wanted to thank you guys today. Please share this with a friend as you usually do and just ensure that you really take this to heart, take notes, have conversations about this, um, just so we can continue to really make this community more robust in this beautiful knowledge and wisdom that we're sharing. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. And please remember, you can be anything because you are absolutely everything. Thanks, guys. Bye. Sweet. All set. That was awesome. Okay. I will talk to you in Slack. Let me know if you need.